Hello, and thank you for tuning into Answers from the Lab, where we share Mayo Clinic knowledge and advancements on the state of testing, science, and the people who are making it happen behind the scenes. I am Dr. Bobby Pritt, a clinical microbiologist and the Vice Chair of Education for the Department of Laboratory Medicine and Pathology at Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota. With me today is Dr. Justin Kreuter, the bowtie bandit of blood, a pathologist specializing in transfusion medicine at Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota. Thank you for being here with us this week, Dr. Kreuter. Thank you so much for letting me join you, Dr. Pritt. And uh, I guess for the audience, it's my privilege I get to give you a little shout out and say <laughs> congratulations uh, for your new position as the chair of, of microbiology in oh, at yeah. lab medicine and pathology at Mayo. Well, thank you. Yes, it's very exciting. So I'm still the vice chair of education, although we'll be recruiting a new uh, individual for that role shortly. But as of last Friday, I am now the chair of the Division of Clinical Microbiology at Mayo Clinic Rochester. Um, and it's, as I said, very exciting. There are seven of us at an MD or PhD doctoral level as lab directors. And as you can imagine, we are very, very busy with COVID-19. It's pretty much all we talk about. Um, um, but there's lots of other exciting things going on in our division too. We're moving forward with total lab automation, metagenomics, other exciting initiatives. So once COVID-19 dies down a bit, we'll be moving forward with those. And I'm looking forward to leading our division through those. Um, I should also note, of course, that I will be continuing to host this podcast that you are so graciously a part of today um, called Answers from the Lab. Now, you are also the host of a podcast called Lab Medicine Rounds, which is an outstanding podcast for the audience who may not be familiar with this, uh, that is produced by Mayo Clinic Laboratories, and it's been ongoing since September 2019. Can you tell us a little bit more about your podcast and what people can expect when they tune in? Yeah. So what's our audience? We're really focused on physicians, laboratory professionals, and students. So those kind of three uh, groups is who we're really speaking to. And the overall purpose or our why for it is really to bridge uh, lab medicine and the clinical practice and and hopefully spark some of those critical conversations that we need to have uh, in order to provide optimal uh, patient care really across the board. So uh, the fun thing about a podcast like this is uh, the, the world of pathology is so diverse, as you and I both know, but uh, it's been wonderful introducing uh, this to some of the students and then some of the physicians in practice. So We've covered topics from microbiology, of course. Uh, we've crossed over into anatomic pathology and talked about salivary gland uh, pathology. We've also covered some of the uh, aspects that clinicians are a little bit more used to dealing with the lab about, so clinical decision uh, support uh, and genetic testing we've talked about. One of the things, you know, as my, as my heart beats for medical education, I'm really proud that we've been able to start up a special series with one of our residents in pathology, Dr. Nick Ware, has a uh, mini-series within our podcast uh, called The Littlest Things in Life Podcast uh, that is uh, focused on microbiology but is really geared for a, a general public audience. So it's really wonderful to, to just bring in all that uh, together. Uh, 
COVID, the COVID pandemic has certainly <laughs> given us a little bit of a pause because we were always putting together uh, content and stories that were quite, um, we wanted it to be a little bit more evergreen and have a little bit more shelf life. Uh, the first podcast we did about COVID, um, we recorded it and it was out of date, I think about a week later. <laughs> so yeah. it gave us a little <laughs> bit of pause on how do we, how do we uh, deal with this? Um, uh, but, you know, there's a lot of need for these kinds of uh, topics in our field. And so we've We've done several episodes uh, about uh, that are COVID relevant, and I know now uh, that uh, your podcast, Answers from the Lab, is really picking up and, and taking a lead there. And so going forward, if uh, listeners want to subscribe to Lab Medicine Rounds uh, in the future, uh, so certainly all those back episodes are there, but future episodes, I think we're going to be bringing in some of our colleagues that work uh, well outside of the lab, some of the clinicians that interact with the lab, but really in more of a remote way. So, for example, some of our colleagues in emergency medicine that are really depending on our lab tests and blood products, uh, but they probably have uh, very little experience dealing with the lab. So I'm really excited for bringing in that different perspective and kind of see what those stories are and I think that's going to open up uh, some really interesting conversations for us in lab medicine pathology. I agree. And it's great that you're getting the message out there as pathologists. We're clinicians too. We're part of the clinical care team. And I think a lot of people just don't know about that perspective and are interested in it, especially since we're providing a lot of the data for which medical decisions are based. Absolutely. I think, you know, this is maybe a neat opportunity for me if I can flip the question around on you and, and ask, <laughs> uh, so what do you, what are, what can listeners to Answers from the Lab podcast expect to hear in the coming uh, weeks and months? Yeah, well, we have a lot of exciting topics lined up and uh, we're a younger podcast than yours. We haven't been around as long and we have a slightly different focus, similar topics, but uh, we're really uh, trying to provide answers of what people want to know in a, a relatively short format of about 15 minutes or less uh, for Mayo Clinic laboratory clients, but also for the general public. And we also include leadership segments. So every week we have a podcast with our department chair, Dr. Bill Maurice. But other topics, uh, it's really timely. Uh, we're looking to see what the questions are that are being asked. And we literally may get a lead on a story of questions that people have on a Monday. And by Tuesday morning, we are publishing that podcast. We're recording it and getting it out there because we want to be able to respond very quickly and be nimble uh, to answer, to provide those answers from the lab. Yeah, so as I mentioned, I haven't been doing this as long as you've been, so I'd love to learn from you here. Um, since you've been doing this for a while, do you have any lessons that you'd like to share from your podcasting experience? So for me, I think for podcasts, this um, a lot of us in the medical field were thinking about these as educational events. And so I, I know you're used to uh, working in medical education and really kind of going through those, you know, why, what, how, uh, you know, future, what is this going to look like, kind of going through those critical questions. And one of the things that I've kind of taken away is it's really important 
when I'm preparing, I really spend some time reflecting on how am I going to get a story out of this interview? I think with some of the topics that, that we might cover, it, it's, um, it maybe isn't the most uh, natural thing it seems like when you're going to interview somebody about a topic like uh, I remember one of the ones that we covered was uh, proficiency testing and that was one where it's like okay I'm gonna how am I gonna get a, a story <laughs> out of this yeah. and bring a little bit of flavor to this because I think by asking uh, folks those questions that are going to prompt them to to answer with the story rather than a yes or no or it's technical or it's complicated or it depends uh, but if you can get them to kind of tell an example or a story mm -hmm. that really helps to give a sense of place um, and, and I feel like afterwards that's what I hear our listeners responding to on social media and what I hear feedback on is uh, you know the story actually kind of is the thing that stuck in my head uh, more so than anything else. So I think I that, like that's that. one of the things yeah. that for me really kind of helped me uh, uh, in, in this new platform. Hmm. Yeah, I like that, Dr. Kreuter. It's a make it real for your audience, something that they can carry with them, that story that they'll bring. Um, and this is great, too, because our listeners today may be interested in starting their own podcast. So you've given them food for thought as well as for me. Well, again, I'd like to thank you for joining us on our podcast today from Answers from the Lab, and I uh, wish you a great uh, rest of your week. Thank you so much. Make sure all the listeners hit subscribe to Lab Medicine Wet Rounds as well. That's right. Great. Thank you so much for tuning into Answers from the Lab. If you are interested in learning more about what we discussed in this episode, please click on the website address below. Plus, be sure to subscribe to this podcast as we will continue to provide you with Mayo Clinic knowledge and advancements on the state of testing, science, and people who are making it happen behind the scenes. Thanks again, and don't forget to tune in every Tuesday and Thursday.